0: Welcome. I welcome you to Ran Out of Talent podcast. We can't thank you enough for checking in, taking it in here, listening to the stats. Joey Fitzsimmons is the co-host. you got Joe Jr. running the show.
1: Me? I'm a man just trying to just rip up the freestyles, just for you, tuning in to Ran Outta Talent. But if you ever run out of talent, don't take no time, don't take anything, just get caught hold a junior with Joey and talk about it. But if
0: you... Welcome to another episode of Ran Outta Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zara Jr. And my mic is way too hot right now. There we go. And with me is my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons tonight. How's it going tonight, Joey?
2: Oh, it's going here. Just recording from the old uh, the old race shop here at the Pop's house.
0: Nice, nice. So you're not in Elk River right now?
2: Not right now, no. Uh, I brought my whole setup over to my dad's last night to, uh, to play some iRacing.
0: Sweet. Yeah, I got to figure out something to do with my like cockpit scenario. So I'm like, yeah, I'm done with iRacing, but do you ever see that Beam NG deal? Mm-hmm. Yep. It just looks hilarious. I don't think I could get sick of it. (laughs) How many ways can you destroy a car and make like a Crown Vic go 300 miles an hour into like a fucking pendulum? Mm -hmm. It just looks like a blast. So anyways, what's uh, new with you? We didn't record last week. It was Easter and I'm so thankful we didn't record last week because I was mentally and physically drained. I got about eight hours of sleep that entire weekend.
2: No kidding, huh? Yeah, it
0: happens. My dogs are jerks. <laughs> and I'm one of those guys. Once I'm up, I'm up.
2: Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that that wasn't me this weekend. I think I got a total of at least, I don't know, probably 8 hours this weekend. Oh, that's rough. Between between work and staying up late drinking last night. Uh, yeah. I did the, that. The amount of sleep we got was pretty minimal.
0: I did that Thursday night, so Thursday was a very nice day, and today we have 30 degrees and 5 inches of snow. But Thursday it was 82 and sunny with no snow on the ground at all. Mm -hmm. So Beth and I took the e-bikes to poor, had a couple with dinner, and then we took them to the depot, had one, and then had a few more when I got home, and then I was just freaking that's my problem i have impulse control issues like i can't stop at like one or two if i start and if that drink hits right i'm going for nine Mm -hmm. so (laughs) anyway um yeah lots of racing happening i did a few announcing gigs i announced dollars finale and i announced thunder roads finale yesterday um We're gonna have Clayton on here soon to talk about trackside. So, let's. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't have final points, um, on me right now. But Dollar, we had seventy-four entries.
2: Oh man! For a Friday night.
0: Yeah, I moved as fast as we could, and we were done at eleven forty. Wow. Yeah, I literally, dude. It's like
2: stock buggy down to an F main. Yes. Man,
0: do it was such a solid night, and there were a few times where I had to wait for people to because there, there's only only so many other mains I can put between the stock buggies. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to give the time guys time to get their cars ready and all that stuff. So,
2: or oh, Tor racing dollar, huh?
0: Yeah, tours racing dollar. We'll go through that stock buggy a main. Because I remember it pretty vividly. Um, Kyle was on Tor's back bumper so much that when Tor, like, touched a flapper or something, Kyle had nowhere to go. He, he, like, it's one of those things. I wonder if he gave him another, like, foot of following distance. If Tor hit that flapper, Kyle could have driven around. Because that happened, like, two or three times where Tor just barely touched the flapper. It gave Kyle an opening, and then, but there's nowhere for Kyle to go except for Tor's back bumper. Uh-huh. Yeah, and while they were racing like crazy, Caden Voss was right on their ass.
2: That's what it looks like.
0: It was just awesome. Caden had a couple bobbles early, and then he's just working his way back up. But yeah, Tor took TQ and won it with Kyle in second and Caden third. Those guys... And, you know, Heath, uh, Braden, Nelson, Matthew, and Ethan Michelson came, the whole Michelson. Like, Chris started in the F main because he had to work, and he made his way all the way up to the B. Wow. He almost played full alphabet soup.
2: A lot of them nice.
0: That's that's what you call getting track time. Um, Kyle Holmberg, I know, won the Stock Points Stock buggy points also. Mm, let's look at 13.5 four-wheel. Kyle Holmberg won that one, followed by Caden Voss and Matthew Michelson. Um, stock truck, we'll look at stock truck, because that's going to be the class next year for carpet, I'm telling you. I have a feeling Team Associated is going to be coming out with another one. So, you know, when, they, when they're about ready to release something there's no good timeline but when you these when they start posting like vintage truck stuff or vintage buggy stuff or vintage this or vintage that they're about ready to drop something new in that genre
2: that's kind of what I've seen lately
0: yeah so team is gonna come out with the new truck with I'm guessing it's just gonna be updated. Um like with the updated steering with like the B six four and um shocks and slightly different electronic placement. Uh it's gonna be a well it's gonna be a good upgrade. But uh Kyle Holmberg won that one followed by Evan Tapp and Andrew Beadle in third. It was a great night of racing though, man. Seventy four entries. I'm telling you, we Between me, John Shore, and Jeff Choban, we built a good thing this winter. And they had employees willing to stay until 1140 at night. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Because, you know, the employees kind of have to stay regardless. Yeah. So, yesterday was Thunder Road's finale. And again, I don't have points, even though I did the points and I handed out all the trophies because Brian was down at a fishing tournament. So he's like, can you run the races? I'm like, yeah, sure.
2: Did you see what happened?
0: With Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Just a bunch of, he seems to find shit. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, a few months ago, as a dude taking an ax to the hooded windshield of his Corvette and all this bullshit he's dealing with down in Iowa. It's too much. It's nuts. It is. Um, yeah, we had a, I think we ended with 121 entries yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got done at 5.17 with the race program. And then I had to stay and hand out trophies for that event and the season. I got out of there at 6 o'clock, which still isn't bad.
2: No, not at all.
0: Um. Brian listened to Live RC the entire way, and then he's kind of like, "Yeah, you won't, you know, I think he's considering me for the J-Con job.
2: Oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy, what?
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: What? I'm getting back oh. into her, I think.
2: Here we go. You got out of it to do some racing with Joe. Now you're getting back into it.
0: Just l- one-off events. You know what? I, like, single-day events are nice that jcon weekend though, no, that's gonna be a long one i think i could do it just fine i know i can do it just fine um yeah dude i, I feel like i got so burnt out you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i was doing a weekend event like i would do the mnrs before sean took over again i would do like the mnrc and then like Two weeks after that, somebody would hire me to do a full weekend here or there, and it's like, oh, my God, I just killed myself.
2: Yeah, I got to imagine that. I mean, I don't know if he'd pay it all for that J-Con race or not, but I got to imagine with the amount of entries they get, it'd be a pretty good payday. Oh, I don't
0: do it for free, Joey. Yeah, I do not pick up that microphone unless you can me the money. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I got you. I love doing it, but I will not do it for free. No, mm-hmm. Nobody who picks up the money. I mean, that is a valuable position. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yeah, it should be treated as such, you know, in my opinion. We'll look through a few things. Um, man, there's a lot of classes. We'll look at Mini Truggy. That is, uh seven entries, so they had a solid class the whole year. Um, Sarah Beard coming up from the number four spot wins it. Evan Tap on her tail at the finish finishes second. He TQ'd and Chris Michaelson finishes third. It was a great race, like through like all top six, they were battling the entire run. Um, let's do, let's do a intermediate four wheel drive. Um, Chaz Montague won that one, followed by Keith Drake and Matt Crony. Joe three was leading early on, but he busted a shock tower. Oh, that happens. You know that stuff needs to happen, so he needs to realize his cars aren't invincible, and it cost him a trophy. Which you know, it's a good lesson.
2: It is absolutely. Yeah.
0: What should we look at next? Man, there was a lot. We're gonna look at. We're gonna look at open short course because that was one full heat. There were nine of them. Uh, TJ Brown won that one, followed by Jade Hilsher and Lance Richardson. It's kind of cool that I've been seeing, like, I'm not a fan of short course. Don't get me wrong. I dislike short course. But it's kind of cool seeing a full class of them, and they're not struggling to run. I like seeing that, guys being able to run the classes that, you know, they set out to run. It's frustrating either being mixed in with somebody or going home with, like, because well, you couldn't run it. hmm So, anyways, should we do one more and then we can get to trackside and then give Clayton a call?
2: Yeah, sure. Absolutely.
0: Let's look at the two-wheel drive expert buggy A-bane. Caden Voss won that one, followed by Ethan Michelson and Kyle Holmberg. That was some insane racing. The top three, it was closer throughout that run. The top three were still separated by three seconds, but it was closer through that whole run. Caden had pressure the entire time. It was awesome. And all those guys are getting ready to go to the Carpet Nationals here soon.
2: The uh, the Roar Nationals?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Clayton's doing. That, ought, that huh. ought to
2: be a fun experience.
0: Yeah, Beachline. I really wanted to try to figure out how to do that and then do Silver State. There is just no feasible way. So, anyways, should I try to add Clayton or do you want to add him on your end?
2: Uh, You can go ahead and add him.
0: All right, I'm going to pause this and we're going to add Clayton here. All right, we're back with Clayton Carluca. So, Clayton, you went to trackside, what was it, last weekend? Uh, This weekend. This weekend. Are you on your way back now?
1: Yeah, I'm driving home right now.
0: Oh, dang. How'd that go? What race was it? Just a club race?
1: It was their bigger race to finish off their uh, season. They call it the Buggy Champs race.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, How'd that go for you? What classes did you run?
1: Ran two-wheel and four-wheel stock. Yeah. Uh, Went pretty well.
0: Cool. Did he, make cool. the, did he make the A in both? I did not. Yeah. Dude, it's a tough crowd, man.
1: It's a lot of fast Midwest guys that attend that race.
0: I think that pretty soon you're going to start seeing just a lot of Midwest guys taken first in a lot of big races here coming up soon. Between from Omaha and the Dakotas to Minnesota to Wisconsin and Iowa – I think we're going to start getting over on like guys from California and stuff like that in Florida. Like that's never ha- we've never been as competitive as we are right now. So, yeah, you uh stayed all winter on the clay and the um and uh rock crawling. How did uh, did you miss a carpet at all?
1: No, not really.
0: Yeah, you're not really a carpet guy anyway, are you? No. Yeah. Uh, so what did you end up on for tires for slicks?
1: I went with uh, silver smoothies.
0: Okay. So how were those? Uh, they in... work. Go ahead.
1: They worked great right out of the bag.
0: Yeah, I heard that there's a whole lot less to mess around with.
1: Yeah, very little tire
0: prep, really. Well, that's really attractive for people. Clay racing, because that's one of the reasons I stopped. Because I hated, you know, punching foams and then scuffing them, then burning sauce in, and then all that other nonsense.
1: Yeah, that gets a bit old after uh, a while of doing it. It does. So it's nice just being able to take a tire right out of the bag and it works. You don't know, have to manipulate the foam or do any crazy voodoo to it. So,
0: yeah, that's super nice. So, Joey, do you got results up?
2: I do have results up. Uh, we will do 14, or not 14, Thirteen five, four-wheel buggy. Uh, Tyler Patton. Patton now. No. Yeah, Patton now took that one. Casey, wow, there is, I am terribly sorry if I box these because <laughs> I know I'm going to. Casey Blazyek, I guess we'll go. Ooh, last,
1: I believe it's Blaz
0: blast
2: check. Yeah, play,
1: blast oh, check. is
0: that kind of like Ryan soap check? You just got you just got like a r- vowel and then just a bunch of BZs and whatever.
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Then uh Kyle Korkowrek. Corkow. Corkowreck. Yeah. Korkowrek. We'll just go with that took third. Awesome. 13-5, four-wheel buggy A, seventeen five stock buggy A. Kyle Gow took that. Tyler Pattenow took second. Austin Bowen took third.
0: Cool. So are you still trying to um, run the Reedy motors, or did you get hooked up with some different stuff for this race?
1: I had some different stuff for this
0: race. That's good. I mean... So. when you're obviously you know when you're running at these events and you still don't have the same stuff as the top guys there's a difference between off the shelf and handpicked
1: yeah i would think so
0: yeah i mean i've said before on here joe three has a three-year-old 13.5 in his wheeler but it was a 12 scale motor and it's faster than anything i have put in my car all year so, um, yeah, man. Uh, so how was the event overall? Was it a, like a full weekend race?
1: Oh, it's good. It was practice, uh, Friday until 5 PM and they did one round of qualifying at five.
0: Okay. And
1: then, uh, Saturday was a couple hours of practice in the morning before two rounds of qualifying. I think we were done by about seven 30, eight o'clock yesterday.
0: That's not bad.
1: no. Uh, Plenty of time to kind of relax, eat some food. Yeah. uh,
0: Get a good night's rest. Did anybody go with you or did you go solo on this one?
1: Uh, I flew solo on this one.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah.
2: uh, He he pulled a, a, uh, he pulled a me and do what I normally do and wait till last minute to decide to go.
0: Dude, I mean, that's, I, I wish I could do that still, but. Now I'm normally taking Joe three with me. So I got to plan it with the wife cause man, it's she, she, my wife, she's a planner. So everything's got to be perfect for Joe three to even come with me for a weekend race.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. I did kind of pull a Joey and him to hot a little bit on this one. i planned on it and then I was him and Han and decided last minute to go. So yeah. glad I did. Um, it was a great program, uh, the whole track side crew and everything runs smooth over there and get you in and get you out
0: yeah that's always uh, nice we
1: were, i think we were done at like 230 main's wrapped up at 230 today
0: so, yeah how many entries
1: i think it pulled like 220 i think i heard
0: oh that's really nice um all right so
2: talk a little bit about uh some the oval some of the oval racing you did this winter
1: Oh yeah, so this winter, instead of doing all off-road play, uh mixed it up a little bit and did a lot more dirt oval over at the hobby farm.
0: Yeah, that looks like a bunch of fun over there.
1: Yeah, I uh, ran my Velocity Sprint car there and got a Midwest mod also.
0: Dude, so, Velocity does great work. Like I, I used to talk about their mini Truggy kits on here all the time before they discontinued them. Uh, Rod, yep. Rod Rippy, and Chris Baumgartner, they have a billion years' experience between the two of them. I think they really found a successful deal with their oval program. So, on your on your yeah. oval, oval cars, are you running thirteen millimeter shocks yet, or are you still on the twelves? I uh, just twelves. Okay.
1: So I haven't even really thought to try the thirteens on there yet. So.
0: Yeah, I bet the grip is so good and the cars work so well, it's like, why even try?
1: And maybe eventually I'll try them later in the season, maybe this year or something. But it's, really no need to at the it, moment, I don't see.
0: It's such a, well, at least on the carpet side, it's such a different game to get them to work. And they do work and they work well, but the half the winter figuring out what to do with them, it's been tough. Yeah, it
1: so. definitely took a couple race days to try to figure them out on the clay at first, too, compared to the 12 mile So, yeah, um, kind of found a liking now, though. So.
0: so, are you going to be racing in Kellogg this summer?
1: Uh yeah, I plan to make it down there a couple times at least. Nice. Uh, try to mix in a little oval during the summertime here with some Aceville.
0: Yeah, Joe Three and I are planning to do the MNRC and a bunch of other racing. I'm looking for an affordable fist scale for Joe 3. He wants one really bad. I can't spend the 1500 bucks on one for him though.
1: What about those uh what do they call them? Like Rovins or something? Like a HBI?
0: Yeah, so they're no, the the Roven is a straight up copycat. All the lousy parts work on it. They did a side-by-side comparison and they're just just not there for like quality like if it was slower i really wouldn't care because joey's starting to pick up speed but not quite enough yet but i don't want to be fixing a pile of crap every single run and end up having all those parts on it anyway right so so he's gonna get my b4 this summer and i'm have a t four that I haven't even cracked the seal on yet I'm kind of freaking out because
1: no there's plenty of
0: ah uh, but uh, see that's the see the shitty thing is I'm freaking out about um my fist scale right now because that's finally starting to get done but I've been having issues you know there's different things that I've never done before like wire up a kill switch it's simple to wire Wire it up itself, but figure figuring out where to route the wire itself so it doesn't get eaten by the drive shaft or anything else, and oh, yeah. the, and it then takes, the takes a it does, and then the 4s converter figuring out how that all goes together because those serv- servos run off 4s instead of 2s now. It's just been a pain in the ass, so I just got a couple more things to button up, and then I got to go through the shocks, and I should be good to go. I might bring my T4 to work on and start building in Vegas just to have it because I'm going to be gone for a week, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay Two days after, just for fun, you know, I'm like, I have time. And now I'm looking at the clock. It's like, I have no fucking time for this. And now there's no <laughs> time to change anything on my plan. So, although I might, I made enough money announcing at Thunder Road Saturday that I might take, um, go back to Speed Vegas and instead of do the off road truck, I might take, uh, Porsche GT3 R S around the track. Oh man. That'd be fun. Dude, it's it's so expensive. That's one of those things where it's actually worth the money, if that makes sense. I spent seven hundred bucks to run that off road truck and I would do it all over again, but I would save the hundred and fifty dollars that they charge you for video.
1: So can you just bring your own GoPro or like your phone Mm. on like your chest or something? No, they allow allow you to do that. No,
0: they won't. And what they do is they have a couple GoPros in the truck and they just put in a memory. The GoPros are running regardless. They run with the ignition of the truck. They just put a, they just put a memory card in the damn thing. And then you don't even get to keep the memory card. They put the memory card on a deal edit it with their own little watermarks and then they email you the videos. So yeah, whatever I do, it's, I don't need video. So anyway, um, yeah. What, what are you going to be running this summer? I hear you're selling your Truggy. Uh,
1: so the Truggy I have is an older version. Um, gotcha. I acquired. Okay. Not actually mine. Um, but I do have that. I will probably be posting for sale shortly here. But I have a e-buggy and nitro buggy. I'll be running this summer.
0: Okay. Nice. All right. Um. Let's see here, guys. Uh, I got notes and then questions, and we can get out out of here if you want. Um. So unfortunately, in it. And again, the Monday after we record, it came to my attention that T's is closing. I heard they were closing down. I ain't know if it was true or not. They just had that big race. So it's like, maybe they'll stay open. But that was their last deal ever. So, ah, it's a shame.
2: Yeah, that does suck. Yeah. Tees is, a, Tease is a, a bucket list track. Yeah. For sure.
0: Did any of you guys race there?
2: I did not. I've never
0: raced there. I raced a scale off road there back in the day, and that was fun. But it was kind of a one man band. Rex Welch was doing all of the damn work to the off road track, and then eventually Rex goes, "You know what? Nah." <laughs> yeah. Like he he did it for like a bunch of years, and then eventually he's like, "It's way too much work. He <clears throat> was getting no help and all that." So, and they added up. Outdoor Oval that was pretty rad too. Um, What I heard. Yeah. The Visions race, did you see they uh, scheduled the Visions race for June? Um, I
1: didn't acknowledge the date.
0: Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. I should have put it in the notes. I never do. It's going to be June 15th through the 17th i really wish i could go to it obviously it's a mnrc weekend and i'm kind of done going places for the year after next after silver state but the visions race it's it's like a car racing festival they have all kinds of things there i believe mav tv is going to be recording again and setting up a show for the racers
2: they are they're uh they're live streaming. I shouldn't say live streaming, but they are setting up the uh, the off-road races for live broadcast.
0: Yep. And I believe it's just a couple of classes which I like.
2: I think, I think it's, it's intermediate and pro nitro buggy and e-buggy.
0: Yep. And I think that's it. Because, of course, I did ask if there's going to be fist scale, and that was a no Because if there would be fist scale, I would have been there. (laughs) I would have figured it out. Um sorry, I was just all of a sudden got caught looking through live RC. Uh, were you Go ahead.
1: Were you able to convince anybody to buy any fist scales over the winter time? Or the summer with you?
0: There's gonna be a group I know at FTR and Like, there's people, here's the frustrating thing. So, it's like, I'll let somebody drive my truck, and they're like, oh, my God, that's the most fun thing I've ever driven. And then they're like, I can't afford it. The upfront cost is crazy. I'll I'll admit that. But after that, I replaced one, two a arms on it, and a couple other little things. The way we run it, like we run it spec, so you can re- replace like the servos, you can replace the body, and you can replace the fluids, and that's it. So,
1: yeah, it it be uh. Go ahead. It would be cool to see uh see him ran in a few other tracks around the around the state this summer.
0: I want to see who's cool with it with the MNRC, because I know we won't be able to run it at like, at like loose nuts in Duluth. I know it wouldn't be cool there.
1: No, it'd be pretty tough and tight there, (laughs) probably.
0: Yeah, I took my truck around Tony's track a little bit at the very end of the weekend, and it just didn't quite turn enough. Ah, I changed, but yeah, on average, it doesn't turn enough. But I know that um, the first round at uh, Southern, they well, I was talking to, I can't remember the owner's name. What's his name? Starts with a J. Uh, Justin? Yeah. I was talking to Justin Dockin, and he's like, we're going to be running fist scale this summer, so I know he's cool with it. Um, so, I mean, if a track owner's cool with it, I'll round up eight of them and make a class just to kind of promote it. That'd be kinda cool. Yeah. Um Ifmar announced the first electric off one A scale electric off road worlds. And there was rumor of it happening, but now it's finally announced it happening. Um it's gonna be in Portugal. So yeah, we'll see. I,
2: I, I think I seen uh David Ronafalk doing doing an e-buggy, just an e-buggy specific race.
0: Yeah, he they do all kinds of fun stuff in Europe. They do it kind of the way we should do it. You know, I, did you guys listen to the episode we had with Aiden?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah. I kind of like the way they do things over in Europe when there's – You're doing a club race, it's just two-wheel and four-wheel open, period. That's it. And if you're in the F-Main, you're in the F-Main. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: Keep it simple. Yep. Make the class bigger.
0: Yeah. It's tough with... We have too many options in the United States with cars, though. Like, you know, you have your short courses, Pro 4s, you have your slashes, you have whatever, mini-truggies. They don't have all that. They do try to run stadium trucks every now and again over there, but I think they only did that for a bit because Schumacher came out with the truck, and they're all Schumacher guys in Europe. Right. So, um, oh, you see, uh, Traxxas, you see what Traxxas did, guys? Nope. Oh, my God. So, you know how Traxxas is very litigious? Like, they sent HBO a cease and desist because their name is HBO Max. Okay. Okay.
2: Oh good Mm -hmm. lord!
0: This was like a year or two ago, but this this is the kind of litigious brain they have. Um, Traxxas is not part of the an RC community; they're just a business that sells RC cars, and that's all they care about. So there was a third-party company, a bunch of third-party companies selling Traxxas um, hop ups. And so what Traxxas did, and Traxxas goes, we didn't think they were going to do that because Traxxas has another separate legal team that's not part of Traxxas. Mm-hmm. This separate legal team sent a cease and desist to the web host. So these online hobby shops that were just selling little, little Traxxas third-party you know what I mean? But along with a ton of other stuff, that's their livelihood. That's their bread and butter. Traxxas had their website shut down. Oh, good lord. And then they tried to pull the, well, we didn't know. It's like, well, you should have known. Right. Are you tra- Clayton, are you c- crashing your truck?
1: <laughs> I am not. Okay. Uh, that's a slushy, crappy roads here. Oh, dude! Uh, in
0: yeah, it's just gonna get worse the closer you get.
1: Uh, it's been pretty bad ever since, like twenty miles before Toma.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. it's been a rough, <clears throat> angry day. Like my,
1: I came to a, I came to a complete stop on ninety four. Really? West. yeah. I, I sat still for at least a minute before I moved.
0: Wow, so that's
1: pretty crazy. That Definitely is... a few accidents. Coming up on a semi truck that's twisted in down in the ditch here.
0: Oh, I got you.
1: Slowing it down a little bit.
0: I got you. So, anyways, yeah. And then I was listening to um, uh, BeachRC's podcast, uh, "Wheel and Trigger." It was. I knew Mark Mark Santa Maria, he was a guest. I knew he was gonna be on the side of Traxxas, but man, I didn't know he was such a spinner for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. I'm like, wow. Mark's like, they they didn't do anything wrong. It's like, oh Traxxas You're stirring is turn de- up
2: a pot, buddy.
0: <laughs> well, no, well, he he's he lives by Traxxas. In Texas.
1: Yeah, by the headquarters or something?
0: Yeah. He's all about Traxxas and he has a spec slash series and all that crap. I get it, but you don't see the aids that Traxxas is to the RC. They're not, and again, they're not part of the RC community. And it kills me because I tell people when they want to get into racing, it kills me to tell them to get a Traxxas slash. I wish I had a better answer for them. But, you know, people who ask me nowadays who want to get into racing and they look at the track and all that stuff, if they start out with the tracks to slash, they don't really want to race. Most people will find themselves a used two-wheel buggy.
2: They will. Yeah,
1: if they, if they want to race, they will.
0: Yeah, exactly. Man. But I, I mean...
1: I meet a lot of random people, and they like we get onto the topic r c. and they're like, "Oh, I have a that's so and so or whatever you know, so it's obviously super common oh, it is uh, um, for people to get into a hobby grade r c car
0: yeah, back in the day, um there were uh, i want to say, I forget which hobby towns were related, but they compared numbers, and all throughout the cities the Hobby Town sold, like, 10,000 Traxxas T-Maxes, okay? 10,000, which, yeah, yeah, kind of sounds crazy, but this was over two years, and they order as many kits as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, you know when those little um, low-Z ready-to-run kits come, the nostalgia ones, most Hobby Shops order, like, a 100 at a time.
1: Yeah.
0: But anyways... 10,000 T-Maxes. We were racing T-Maxes at the time at the Village North where Twin City Hobby and Raceway was. And we'd probably get eight T-Maxes out there. Some people just want to bash it up and down the street and then it'll quit running. They'll probably pop, pop, follow up a glow plug and they can't figure out why it doesn't run they'll put it in the back of a closet for 10 years and it will never see the light of day again.
2: Until they sell I think that's it exactly what I did with mine.
0: Yeah. What was that, Clayton?
1: I think that's exactly what I did with mine uh, when I was young. Yeah. My first nitro vehicle. And after I couldn't get it to run anymore, I just put it aside and never touched it again.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, that's most Traxxases, like... I bet if you went around one out of every 10 homes in America has one sitting in the closet broken, they don't know how to fix it, and they don't even care anymore because, you know, Traxxas got their money. There's no more help from them.
1: I've seen them at a garage
0: sale before. Yeah, I do.
1: It's a big box of parts.
0: Yeah, I've seen a couple of cool things at garage sales, like old, old, Lozy stuff and old associated stuff. yeah anyways uh it's just a bummer about tracks doing what they do um that's all i got for notes do any of you guys have notes
2: uh this weekend this coming weekend there's a race down in adele iowa it's at send it rc raceway it's an oval race outdoor mod sprint car and 13.5 midwest modified nice going to be the two classes that uh are going to be the most popular
0: yeah yeah i wish i could go with you but um i got a wrench
2: (laughs) that as well as the uh the outdoor season here it's it's coming up quick
0: i know i'm freaking out i'm trying to hit sean's opener but it's like i get back tuesday and then sean's opener is a saturday out it's like uh I think I could make it, but I might really, really, really make the wife mad. Mm-hmm. But it might be worth it.
2: It might be. Yeah, uh, I a good time.
0: A... Yeah, I mean, she, she'll, she'll, she'll get over it until she doesn't. And that's the question. Where's the limit there? I... I don't know. Clayton's a single guy. He hasn't. Are you still single, Clayton?
1: At this time, yes.
0: Yeah, see, he—he's actually Clayton's actually fucked around and found out he's figured out the limit a few <laughs> times,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, you, let's get into questions. Um, how does Olivia handle being gone for?
2: Oh my god! Well, she
0: comes with you often.
2: Oh, well, she does, but I think that's going to start to diminish. You, but...
0: Yeah. Is she going to come with you to round one?
2: I don't know. I'm assuming so because that woman loves ho- staying at hotels. Yeah. So.
0: Dude, it gets old. I used to love it too. I used to love the, sh- even the shittiest hotels I used to love. Mm-hmm. Now it's like nothing's better than my bed. True. Yeah. Um, first questions from Donald Tolbert. He goes, the Reedy 610 E S C is it a game changer? Well, I know they switched the, uh, deal in it to where it's 32 bit and it's stronger now. I, I bet it, I guarantee it's better than the 510R, but we're at the point now to where we're making small, small, Changes at a time, but I think it'll be a good change. Have you tried it yet, Clayton?
1: I have not. I ordered one, but I didn't get a chance to put it in a vehicle yet, and I didn't want to just for being comfortable with my five ten hours for this weekend.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, so I, I likely might be a little while before I try it, um, but I've heard good things now that they figured it out.
0: Yeah, because what was happening with them is they came out with them. But it's like when the mod guys were setting slippers, they would pop them. I, I don't even know how that works to you guys. Is it just such a load that it just goes boof? Mm-hmm. So, but the new ones are fixed. The ones that are currently on the webpage. Because they kind of did like a soft and quiet recall on those. Mm. Yeah. Yeah yeah uh jeremiah lucasavitz is wondering he goes what tracks run indoors during the summer season on or off road are there any parking lot asphalt races anywhere these days on road he goes you'd think with a few hundred people in the community one would know or own an empty lot somewhere on the weekend i do have an announcement about that um there's going to be Wednesday races at the Toy Box. John Shore is going to be running them. He's, I think they have a schedule out. So the Toy Box, Wednesday nights during the summer. Do you guys know of anything else?
1: Uh, doesn't MMR run on Friday night? Yeah. The year?
0: MMR runs Friday nights throughout the year. Yep. That's always a nice, quick night. Do you know anything, yeah. Joey?
2: uh no,
0: yeah, what's funny is uh i doesn't actually, dollar
2: doesn't dollar run in the summer no, we we're trying
0: <laughs> it, it's funny um, Jeff Choban leaves a message to the announcer to the race director's group he goes to any of you guys want to do any summer races? I just go absolutely not, <laughs> not because. I love announcing in the su- I love announcing, but it's like my summer is so full that there's just no way. So I don't know. Um, yeah, so MMR and the toy box for indoor. Um Tyler Lumen is wondering best way to get into a one A scale for the upcoming season. Buggy or truck is it going is going used worth it which i expect to need besides regular spares used for e-buggies and kyle said to tyler to talk to you so you might want to check your messages um so if you're not friends with them online you can look at message requests um used is worth it in my opinion if the person's worth the shit
2: at Clayton
0: yeah. yeah, Clayton stuff is worth it. I'll tell you what. Look at a person's finishing result and look at what they're selling, because <laughs> it 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 can get a little rough out there on the used market. But I've bought in several used a scales from Kyle. I bought in like three, maybe four from Kyle. Um. I bought and used A scales from a bunch of people. I mean, I think the only two I've had, I'm on my third new A scale, and I've had a ton of them. Um, like, so my first new A scale was a RC8B 3.2 electric buggy. Um, I got a rc8b4 last year and i got a rc8t4 this year those are the only new a scales i've had and i've had a ton of them and the people that i got shitty ones from back in the day doesn't even matter because they don't race anymore so
1: yeah yeah i would say um i would say if you're interested in it look around locally yeah, and try to find somebody that yeah, like you said, uh, it's finishing well with it. Probably uh, taking care of it, maintaining it, not just running it into the ground uh, for two seasons and then trying to sell it off at yeah. half price.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of good people here locally that are selling stuff. Um, from what I've seen, it's all pretty fair pricing. So yeah, um, you know, used is probably the best way of going about it. It is expensive, no doubt about it. So to try to find a used uh, package or at least a roller and then get some electronics for it wouldn't be the route I'd go. Uh, If you're questioning getting involved with it first just buying everything brand new and you run it for one season and you truly do like it, then looking to buy maybe a new kit for uh, the following season.
0: Right, And if you get a used motor, either send it to Sean Van Dalen or Adam Drake to have them go through it and spend the 50 to 80 bucks it takes to freshen up.
1: Yeah, for a nitro engine, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what he's saying cuz he's wondering what spares oh. he needs besides for and so for spares you're going to need a shit ton of clutch bearings. Um yeah, but that's about, you know, clutch shoes here and there, but if you get a truggy and you run that's aluminum right. shoes, you really shouldn't be going through them.
1: Clutch. No, which, probably not.
0: A, go ahead. Which one? One of you guys. Clayton, go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, would, I would say, yeah, clutch bearings, uh, probably some air filters, a couple of glow plugs. Yeah. Um, and probably a bearing kit for the car. Right. I'll end up going through some of them throughout the season, obviously.
0: Right, right. Um. um also, as, clutch. As long as you're on a. Clutch springs go bad. Platform. Sorry, Yeah, sorry about that. But clutch springs go bad. I for, forgot to mention. I've had a couple of those go bad in the past couple of years. But, yeah, sorry about that. Go ahead.
1: Uh, as long as you're on, like, a, a popular brand or platform or a uh, more current platform, likely that somebody at the track will have some if you find yourself in a pinch without something uh, while you're getting going.
0: Yeah. So a yeah. lot of
1: people are friendly enough to help you out. Yeah, I,
0: you know what? I, I don't think we have any, I don't think we have any dickheads in RC anymore. Any guy, you know, I've never met a person that won't help another person lately. That used to happen all the time in the on road community. So I won't give you the name, but I remember racing A scale on road. And I asked two people, hey, what should I do for this? What should I do for that? Just a simple base question because A-Scale On-Road is so fast and it's so precise. I'm like, I want a little more of that. They literally looked at me, they chuckled, and they turned their back. You want to know why? And this is a fucked up thing. They didn't like you? No, they didn't know me at that point, because I wasn't of their class, like, financially.
2: Oh, my God. They are
0: literally that type of people, but they, they're they not around, and that was with A-Scale On-Road, but then, you know, eventually we did find our people in A-Scale On-Road, but I've never had that before where you ask somebody a question and until then, they like, ugh, ugh, fucking those people. Those fucking people. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I can't say I've uh, experienced any of that locally here. So everybody's pretty nice. If you ask one person and if they don't have it, they might know somebody that may have it. So will point you in the right direction.
0: Right. It. Right. And, you know, I've never experienced that locally either. This was... I want to say in Sioux Falls. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Different uh, areas. Yeah. Different areas, different people. Sorry, I don't have my doctorate degree, you little prick. Put your head through the fucking... Anyway. Uh <laughs> Matt Hintzman is wondering, uh, he goes, I'm seeing a good solid group of new people at the toy box and I am trying to take the time to welcome the new people. Let's remind everyone that a quick hello or how's your car feeling goes a long way. Most of these people don't know too many people at the track. He goes, are you seeing this at other tracks as well? Newcomers that is a Kyle Quast was just saying how much it helped. Cause Matt hits helped Quast out a shit ton when he started. But, um, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of new people at, um, the toy box and thunder road just coming in. And I try to help out like one guy I helped help, Set his slipper at the toy box and it was a massive help. You know what I mean? Because he had that thing locked down. On AstroTurf, you want a little bit of slipper. But just things like that help them with their ride height. Just little things. Make sure all their shocks have fluid. Stuff like that. It does go a long way.
1: Yeah. Or if you see them maybe struggling to get around the track, uh, maybe make a suggestion or see if you can't help them out
0: somehow and uh, right right i know i've done
1: that myself to a few people oh
0: yeah uh, we've all done that we've all helped people but uh have you noticed any new people in the oval or clay side guys
2: oh man don't do not get this man started on oval
0: well it's good i mean if there's uh, new people coming into oval that's a really good thing when we, when we used to race at Lakeside, there's people that race at the hobby farm right now that used to race at Lakeside. I've never seen them anywhere else ever. I didn't know they existed. Like, there's a whole group out there that I just never knew existed. They're, you know, and they don't know we exist in the off-road side. Yeah, the
1: the oval crowd is definitely different from the clay off-road guys. There might be a few that carry over back and forth, but uh, for the most part, a different group. So yeah. I don't know if I could say anybody new uh, to the Oval World, other than maybe myself being a little more involved this year and uh, maybe Frank. Uh, otherwise, uh, off road, I mean, there was a couple of different faces ha- up there at 510 a few times I made it up there this season, but uh, I know Toy Box and uh, Thunder Road are. Attracting some new people, so that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely looks like stadium truck has gaining some.
0: Yeah, that is cool
1: lately, which is cool to see because stadium trucks are awesome.
0: They are. Um, we were talking about that before we got on. We think Team Associated's coming out with a new one because on their Facebook page, there's a lot of nostalgia posts about stadium trucks and gas trucks. Yeah, so. And that's another thing too, at dollar, there's been a ton of new people, but what sucks about dollar is I haven't really been able to help many of them. Cause the second I'm on that micro, I'm on that microphone until the day starts until it ends. The only time I get up is to post sheets and to pee. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, but uh, uh, he's right, though. I mean, we're a good community, and we just need to keep it up, and I think we're going to keep building and building. Like yesterday, we had 120 people at Thunder Road, or 120 entries, I should say. We've had big entries at the Toy Box. We had 74 at Dollar last Friday. We had an F main of stock buggy last Friday at Dollar.
1: That's absolutely awesome.
0: Yeah. Good to see. Yeah, and you're right too. Stadium trucks been growing. I'm gonna get another one for next year. So, I I think if the cla- I think if the track stays busy as they are, and if I can get Joe three to wrench on some of his stuff, I think I can comfortably run three classes. But that all hinges on Joe 3 wrenching on his own stuff which i think i can get him to do a little bit so
1: i got to teach him the basics at least
0: i've been trying to with joe 3 it's like trying to nail jello to a wall the first literally dozen times you show him something and then all of a sudden he'll click and he'll know it forever So, I'm just waiting for certain things to click with them with wrenching. Uh, Last question we got is from Kurt Roberts. He goes, um, since FlySky has a good quality radio system, I think it's called the Noble. Do you think it can compete with Sanwa and Futaba systems? Well, you better make sure because with the GT3B days, I know most tracks did a blanket ban of FlySky because FlySky used to, not with their new stuff, but they used to have a very dirty signal, and they used to hit other radios Uh, back in the day when they came out in like 2010, 2012. And then they had the GT4. It was still a filthy radio that hit other people's signals and like solidified bands i know this noble works well and doesn't hit signals so now the question is can it be competitive i don't know that's a hard one because does it have all the adjustments
1: yeah it's tough to say uh- I've seen that radio, and I've actually tried a couple people's cars with it. Uh, kind of a popular one over on the almost almost scene. Yeah, um, but they probably got a, a ways off to compete with uh, Futaba and Sanwa on
0: their yeah. products.
1: They've been making them right for many years now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is, it's like I look at Futaba and Futaba and Sanwa are the leaders, and it's like. Both of them are so different. Like I have the M17, um, and things like feeling is just a massive adjustment that you'd never, ever think of even using before. I never, I've had radios with the feeling settings since 2012 and I didn't even know what the hell it did until like 2019. And now that's the first thing I adjust on the radio. Um, but things like that, it's like, if you don't have that stuff, and if you don't, it's hard. It really is. But also, you don't you don't need the top of the line Sanwa. You don't need the top of the line Futaba either. You can get mid grade. Uh, you can get an MTS or MT forty four, whatever it is, or a four PK and be fine. So.
1: Yeah, I I've got the MT forty four. I've been using it for a few years now, and it works great. It has all the features I need. Um, exactly probably for most average racers, uh, it's affordable. Yeah, it's, to, uh, like an M twelve or an M seventeen, or even uh, the top of the line Futaba. Ooh,
0: I think the Futaba's on like the ten PX now. I think that thing's think. like seven hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a few dollars. Yeah, a
2: radio. Just stupid expensive.
0: I buy the top of the line because I use my radios for four-plus years. And it's just like, yeah. yeah, I can treat myself. Like, I buy the best chargers because I've had the same charger since 2014. It was the best when it came out at the time. Now they have a new eye charger that I've been eyeballing that uses um, a better system for the leads. And it has better discharging right out of the box, so I'll be getting that soon. It's just one of those things if I don't buy it every year, I will spend the money, but yeah, some guys sell their radios and shit like that every single year and buy new. It's like man to have that type of dough. It would be nice,
1: yeah no. I'll. I'll make them work for a few years before I upgrade or switch.
0: Yeah. Um. Let me just double check, but I think that might be it, man. It's been uh not too many questions lately, but we've been getting a few. So.
1: Get into outdoor season. I'm sure have a few more by then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm just I was super excited for outdoor season like last Thursday when it was eighty degrees out. And now it just died on us. So we were teased. Yeah. Yeah, you can say that. It was just
2: a tip. Well
0: it was just a tip. And
1: lucky for us, we got to experience all four seasons in one week here in Minnesota.
0: No kidding. I don't know, man. It's, I wish I could convince a wife to leave. I would go anywhere else warm that's warm year round. But she's never going to leave Minnesota. I don't think I could get her to leave Elk River. (laughs) So, anyway, do you guys got anything else?
2: Not anything that I can think of.
0: Yeah, I just want to say good luck to all of the Minnesota racers going to the Rourke Harpet Nationals down at Beachline. I think it's this week they're leaving. Yeah, I believe it's this week. Uh-oh. Oh uh, yeah. What's that noise?
2: I think we I think he disconnected for a second, but he's back in.
0: Got gotcha, you, gotcha. All right. All right, it's recording again. Ha. Huh. That was oh, weird. man. No, we only lost two seconds. So I noticed right away. When we're recording, if I'm not looking at my notes, I'm staring at the audio track recording. Mm-hmm. Like every tenth of a second I'm looking at. So anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, good luck to all those guys going down to beach line. Have a great race and I'm Joser Jr. and with me has been Joy Fitzsimmons and Clayton Kartluka, and we've ran out of talent. Bye, guys.
2: See you guys later.